You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, everybody continues to be safe and healthy and uh, navigating through what is our new norm here of quarantine and social distancing, which is going to go on for at least another month or so. Um, everybody just, you know, just have patience have patience and one of uh, the ones I saw is you're not stuck at home you are safe at home which I think rings pretty true here again as always appreciate everybody being locked in here with Locked On Browns your host Jeff Lloyd uh, your local expert on all the things related to Cleveland Brown to the Cleveland Browns for your daily delivery of all things dog pound uh, first and foremost just want to wish everybody uh, I just want to thank everybody um, all the birthday wishes um do appreciate it greatly. Uh, obviously, strange birthday is can't really do too much. Did get out this morning, go see my mom, check in on her, make sure everything's going okay. Um, obviously, you know, just you know, first birthday for me without my father around, things like that. Um, yeah, you get older, it's a fact of life. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, happy birthday to Mr. Andrew Berry as well. Here it is mock draft Monday. So we're going to go through the uh, latest mock draft from the guys over the Draft Network from Joe Marino. I'm going to take one through here, uh, Pro Football Network. Um, if you haven't tried that simulator yet, we're going to go with that too. Talk a, lot, a little bit about you know where the targets and the changes may have changed here. But uh, without further ado, we're going to dig through uh, Joe Marino's mock here. Um, ten, pick, uh, 10 selection overall, Andrew Thomas tackle out of Georgia. Um, Tristan Wirfs went a couple spots ahead, and everybody keeps saying Cardinals for an offensive tackle. I'm not necessarily sure. If you go ahead and you look at their interior defensive line depth, there's not much there whatsoever. I would not be surprised if after re-signing both tackles, the Arizona Cardinals did go D-tackle at 10 and maybe try to uh, you know catch one of the dropping tackles early in the second round with their pick there. Uh, so Wirfs went 8 to Arizona. So Andrew Thomas' selection here at 10. Andrew Thomas uh, starting to maybe creep back up. The you know it was the most loved tackle prospect this entire draft season. You know during the college football season, uh, then the underclassman. Well, not you know he's one as well. Obviously the their steam picked up. Uh, you know Tristan works with a workout at the combine blew everybody away. Josh Jones with a solid senior bowl blew some people away. Um, but Andrew Thomas quality left tackle franchise left tackle zero qualms with the selection. At ten overall, uh, the former you know uh, former Georgia Bulldog fits in perfectly here. And to put another Thomas at left tackle for maybe another decade or so isn't the worst idea I've ever heard. Pick forty one. Uh, Joe went here with uh, Jeremy Chin, uh, the safety out of uh, Southern Illinois. Um, Steve Atwater's nephew. Um, Chin's an interesting prospect. Uh, we've talked about him. If you're going to give me the choice between Chin and Kyle Duggar, I'm going to take Jeremy Chin. I think he can do more. I think he can play more off the line of scrimmage. I, you know, Duggar, I think more is suited for in the box with his explosion athleticism. Not that Chin isn't a you know pretty damn solid athlete himself, but I think you can not necessarily have to keep him into a you know role specific. I think he can play anywhere in a secondary. I do think he can play you know. As uh, our buddy Jordan Reed was saying the other day, you know, on the roof with anybody who was wondering what that meant, that's similar to the, uh, not necessarily the angel, 22 yards off the line of scrimmage that Greg Williams loves so much, um, but having him play some center field. But uh, I think Chin is capable of doing both, can play close to the line of scrimmage, can give you some center field type stuff. You mix him in with Carl Joseph, you miss him in with an Andrew Sandejo, and, you know, whatever their feelings are for Sheldrick Redwine, it's the makings of a pretty good safety room. 
Uh, pick 74. Oh, my God, Darrell Taylor out of Tennessee at the edge position here. You guys know I'm a big fan. Um, we didn't obviously get much from him. Uh, you know, some testing numbers, not great. Um, I do like him. I like him as a weak side defensive end. Uh, I think he plays the run well. I think the pass rush just continues, is continued to grow in his time in Tennessee. Uh, you pair him against a, you know, a Miles Garrett where most of the time he's probably just going to go against right. You know, right tackles, um, you know, can mix and match, can go on to the other side. Obviously, you know, with Miles Garrett, you want that versatility to flip him around. But Darrell, uh, Darrell Taylor to come in here, uh, play some year one. Most of it will be a learning process. You know, you can learn behind a guy like Olivier Vernon, a guy who's always been a technician at the position, uh, follows his uh, assignment to, you know, the letter, so to speak. You're going to want that in a young pass rusher, and a guy like Darrell Taylor can hopefully pick up on that and learn something like that. Uh, you know, from a guy like Olivier Vernon, and then year two, be ready to hit the ground uh, running. Troy Dye out of Oregon. Uh, we've mentioned Troy. Troy, a uh, fantastic player. And these Oregon guys, it's a little bit tough. Um, three head coaches over the last four years out in Eugene, Oregon. So, you know, it's a, a lot of things have been, you know, adjusted on the fly, so to speak. Troy, uh, Troy Dye has been a solid linebacker his entire time out there. Uh, you know, the athleticism is good enough. Um, he's going to come in here, you know, Similar to Mac Wilson athletically, uh, Sione Takitaki, we haven't gotten a chance, obviously, to see that here. But you're just going to need more bodies in here. Uh, Goodson, we're not really sure exactly what he can do besides, you know, stuff to run early down. So, you know, to this point in his career, it's not been much. Uh, good special teamer. Uh, Mac Wilson, again, we're hoping for, you know, a big, big bounce back here with all the experience he got as a rookie. Sione Takitaki, to this point, why, you know, wildly unknown. You figure, you know, going to basically put him at a Mac and just let him plug with Goodson. And Wilson on early downs, but you're going to need some guys to, you know, run around and cover running backs and tight ends. That's where a guy like Troy Dow come in, nickel linebackers of him and Mac Wilson. Then you're going to figure out which one is going to play in dime. Or, you know, are you just going to start, you know, going with safeties in these positions to, you know, maybe you know, chip away at some of these great slot players, um, you know, as these teams starting to go with, you know, third, uh, the... the the three and four wide receiver sets, you know, the question is going to be whether or not linebackers are going to be enough. Um, you saw Kansas City, the way they did it last year, ended up going more big nickel as opposed to linebackers on the field just to try to keep up with these guys, and it worked out better. And obviously, helped them on a playoff run to lead to a Super Bowl victory. And Kansas City Chiefs with currently $177 in cap space. Um, that's not even a, enough for a good night of barbecue. But, uh, you know, as they say, you sacrifice it all for the greater good. And Kansas City Chiefs are currently your Super Bowl champions, so you do what you got to do. I'm not really sure how they're going to, you know, manufacture all this. You got to get uh, Mahomes extended. Kelsey's going to want some more money here soon as well. Uh, so the Chiefs are going to have to get a little, a little bit busy, so to speak, as far as uh, manipulating the cap in their favor. We can get to a little bit more here as far as you know how free agency is dictated. Some of these mock drafts, Browns wise. Then actually we'll run through another mock draft here for you. Uh, Jeff Lloyd locked on Browns for your mock draft Monday. Uh, for those of you with the Google Home, um, you know, ask for your local Cleveland Browns news. Uh, I know a lot of people are responding to me. They're starting to do you know they do it in the morning, get their fix here. You get some later you know the factual stuff, new stuff. Um, not so much commentary, just, you know, short bits of one minute, you know, anywhere between three and five on the Browns news of the day. Um, so whether it's your hands-free, whatever it is, or whether it's your Google Home, ask it for the latest Cleveland Browns news and uh, have everything from your tr yours truly brought up for you to listen to. 
With the additions through free agency, uh, you know, obviously a lot of people yelled at us for the two-tackle mock drafts right out of the way. Uh, probably not going to be an issue anymore here. Um, you can address it left tackle at 10 and gives you the freedom there. A safety, you're still going to want one here. I don't think there's enough yet in that room. Uh, and the other thing is you're dealing with Carl Joseph, who, you know, injury liability. You're going to have to be concerned there. Uh, we're not going to know what they think of Sheldrick Redwine. They could have high thoughts of him. They could have low thoughts of him. Um, but either way, you're going to need at least a fourth or fifth guy in that safety room. So that's not going to change. But the days of drafting two safeties as well, that's kind of off the mark. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about wide receivers. And yeah, I, I can see the need of why you're going to need to probably bring somebody in here. Um, who knows how much actual off-season and prep work there's going to be by the time everybody's released and free to go back about their normal lives. Um, but you do have Jar- uh, you do have Jarvis, you do have Odell, both coming off uh, you know postseason surgeries here. Um, who knows exactly where they're going to be in the recovery when it is time to uh, get back to business here. Um, the question would be what you can get from Ratley. The question is also going to be what you can get from a uh, a Hodge. Um, so you know, there's those types of there. Terrell Taylor, um, obviously, you know, still on the roster. If that means anything, uh, we'll see. I'm not too sure. Um, but you know, continue with that. Um, I told you we're going to do a mock draft here, and with that, we'll go to we're going to go a different one here. If you guys haven't seen it yet. The uh, Pro Football Network has actually put out their own here now as well. So, um, and this one's good, uh, you know, for anybody who doesn't have the money <laughs> or can't afford to right now, you can still t- you can still trade within this mock draft forum, and you don't have to pay for it. So that's good, and thanks to the folks over at the Pro Football Network here. I'll fire it up. Browns start simulations seven rounds, speed of fast, and we will start the sim here. Um, and now we are underway. It brings us to Selection 10. Jedrick Wills on the board. C.D. Lamb on the board. Jerry Judy on the board. Jordan Love on the board. Ken Law on the board. Becton on the board. Andrew Thomas on the board. Everybody on the board here except for the uh, Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Um, obviously the most desirable tackle target. This is one I've been kind of toying with here. And, you know, if you look at this situation here with the Raiders drafting 12th, um, the Raiders obviously probably want some more help at the wide receiver position. So I'm going to offer pick 10 for pick 12 for picks 80 and 91. We'll send this offer on over. If I can get three picks, I'm only dropping two spots here. Raiders can get what they want. We'll send the pick on over. We'll send the trade on over. And, ooh, the Raiders declined that one. So now the Raiders, oh, the Raiders are getting picky here. So we will go 10 for 12. And we will go for pick, just pick 80. See what happens. And why don't we go for pick 120? So we drop two spots, and we're going to get a third-round pick here. It's not the worst idea in the world. We'll send it over. This will be accepted. And it is. This puts the Raiders on the clock at 10. So we'll go to that. And it puts us here with our guy at 12 overall, still available, Andrew Thomas. So we gain a selection in the third round here. We get Andrew Thomas. So pick 12, Andrew Thomas. Tackle, Georgia. 
simulation on this one actually works at a really, really fast speed. So that's actually kind of nice if you're trying to just do these quickly or have a little fun with it. You know, just something to pass the time here as we're all bored out of our minds here. Puts us up at pick 41. Um, obviously, right now, the biggest needs are obviously on defense. So we're going to go looking around here. First things first, inside linebacker, nothing there. Um, some of these guys listed inside, outside. Not all on the same page as far as what they actually play, but they are. Um, outside linebackers, nothing here. Um, inside linebacker, round, round, if not early on any of these guys. We go to the safety position. Two small schoolers are here. Um, obviously with Duggar and Chin. Ashton Davis is here out of Cal. Uh, Mr. Burgess out of Utah, but the name staring me here right in the face is obviously the darling Antoine Winfield Jr. We'll take Antoine here at 41, so that gets the safety position taken care of. So Andrew Thomas at 12, Antoine Winfield Jr. at pick 41. So we're starting to fill some needs here. Offensive tackle is taken care of. Safety is taken care of. This puts us on the clock here. Now, in the third round here, obviously we're going to have now three selections. We're going to have 74. We're going to have 80. We're going to have 97. So we're going to go best available. This is usually just what we do first. Defense, the tackle position, there are some guys here available that are interesting. Defensive end, it's getting a little late in the game for some of these names. You know, I look at some others here. And this, you kind of have to look at what's available where. Um, a name I see right off the bat that, um, you know, starting to grow more and more with here you know Malik Harrison out of Ohio State you know uh production was a little bit low but yeah granted you're playing for Ohio State so it's hard to have elite production when uh everybody else on the roster is as talented as you are um there's names here I do like at 74 but I do want to peek at wide receiver because everybody's been yelling at me to I'm ignoring wide receiver I'm ignoring wide receiver so this one lines up perfectly um, for here for pick 74 overall. We've talked about him a ton here. Um, he brings something to this wide receiver core that Odell does not have, that Jarvis does not have. You want to go see a guy absolutely destroy competition. Go watch Michael Pittman Jr. versus Utah last year. Just an absolute man playing against a bunch of kids. Michael Pittman uh, here at pick 74. Good deep, uh, you know, great on the deep routes. Uh, good body control, length, size, height. Um, great build to him. I'm going to take Michael Pittman Jr. here at pick 74, and this gives me, you know, an option here. I don't, you know, if I do want some diff some variety in the wide receiver room, I have it with a guy like Pittman, and we'll see how this roster looks wide receiver wise heading to 2020, you know, 2021 when you have two guys accounting for almost 40 million dollars in salary cap. So pick 74, Michael Pittman Jr., University of Southern California, and with that we are right back up on pick 80. Uh, scrolling around through here. Um, you know, I've talked about Malik Harrison. He is no longer available here, but Willie Gay Jr. of Mississippi State. Um, there are questions. Um, the word out of the combine was, you know, they were answered and people felt comfortable with him. If that's the case, that's I'm in. Um, but Willie Gay Jr., the athlete that he is, uh, it's a little hard to pass up, even with the fact that, you know, I think it was only 800 snaps in college at the linebacker position. Doesn't have to come in and start from day one here. Um, keep him in a you know chase mentality on nickel and dime. You know as he's a younger player here finding his way. Willie Gay Jr. pick 80 from the Oakland Raiders. New linebacker to the fold here for the Cleveland Browns. And with that we go right up to pick 97. And this one actually broke for me very very well here. Um, mentioned him earlier, Darrell Taylor out of Tennessee. This would be pick 97. Uh, I'm just a big fan. I think he's got everything you look for in one year, basically on the on the job training behind a Miles Garrett, behind Olivier Vernon, Darrell Taylor. 
out of Tennessee as the edge rusher to replace um, as Olivier Vernon's, you know, eventual replacement. So D.N. Darrell Taylor here at pick 97 gives us one in the fifth. I mean, it gives us one in the fourth and then obviously in the sixth and the seventh rounds. One thing we haven't addressed here yet is beef. So we're going to look at the defensive tackle position here. Need something big on the inside, something somebody to make some plays up there. I see a name right off the bat. Uh, Richard Lawrence uh, doesn't totally thrill me. DN Group, that's eh, not totally thrilling me here. Uh, do I double dip in the linebacker position? I think it's possible here, unless they can get... Uh, Nigel Bradham in here. Maybe I'm going to double dip here and a ridiculously good athlete. Uh, somebody I compare with Willie Gay and gives me maybe two of the fastest linebackers and starts to give me sort of that San Francisco model that succeeded for them this year. Davion Taylor out of Colorado. Didn't play high school football. Went to Colorado uh, you know, on a track. It was a track and basketball, basketball guy in high school. Just hit the ground running. Obviously still learning on the fly here. Davion Taylor out of Colorado. I'm going to get him here with one pick pick 115 we'll see what kind of bulk we can add here in either the sixth or the seventh rounds so to this point we've double dipped at the linebacker position we've gotten a dn we've gotten a safety we've gotten andrew thomas here to be the blind side of a predator so to speak here for baker mayfield and the offensive line starting offensive line is now intact now i'll kick it over to the defensive tackle position um I do like this name out of Old Miss, Benito Jones. Um, plugger, big guy, shoots the gaps pretty well. Benito Jones is a name here that I do like, or it's Bravion Roy from Baylor. Baylor has got a nice crop of players this year. Roy is interesting. The testing matched the uh, matched the production. So if it's Benito Jones or Bravion Roy, we're going to go with Bravion Roy out of Baylor. So that's going to give me a D-Dackle here. It gives me four in rotation going further here. Now we're going to get to the seventh round. I've gotten an offensive tackle. I've gotten a safety. I've gotten two linebackers. I've gotten a pass rusher. I've gotten a D tackle. So here we're pretty much in the spirit here of just looking at best available. We'll peek at the safety position. You've got Gidry out of Utah, just a really, really fast guy. Maybe you can play some slot. you got Jordan Filler, obviously the hometown guy. Cornerback, is there somebody I can bring in here in this role? Probably not. I don't see anything there. Linebackers are pretty much wiped out at this point. Uh, any pass rushers left? Not really. Any D tackles left at this point? Not really. Uh, best availableness is usually going to be a bunch of offensive guys. So we're going to go, and I actually will go to the defensive side of the ball, and I'm going to take Javelin Gidry here. Uh, obviously, athletic is all get out. Extremely fast. I'm going to take him with the projection of I can play him in the nickel, and that's the hope here to do with Javelin Gidry. Out of Utah, uh, obviously a strong crop of Utah Utes in this year's draft. So Javelin Gidry uh, with our final selection. So we ended up double dipping on defensive backs, linebackers, got a pass rusher, got a run stuffer, and <clears throat> obviously the blindside protector in the future at the left tackle position for your Cleveland Browns. Some final thoughts to get to here on Locked On Browns. Jeff Lloyd here on Mock Draft Monday. Small town, small small owned businesses, family owned businesses are the ones that are being crushed right now. And you know, 
spot. We'll never be able to make it back. Um, I'm praying for my folks, Zabo Apparel. Uh, his family is just a great bunch of people. Die hard Cleveland sports fans. Die hard Cleveland Browns fans. The apparel comes from the heart. It comes from the love and dedication to this franchise and these franchises. So if you're looking for something apparel-wise, you're looking for something good, you know, not just hashtag quick to print, um, done out of you know love and admiration for this franchise. You want Browns gear? Check out my folks at Zabo Apparel. S Z A B O ZaboApparel.com. On Twitter, on Instagram, at Zabo Apparel. Go ahead and check out the fine folks over at Zabo. Obviously, everybody, this isn't the times we're all looking forward to. You know, we're all excited about. But the only way we're going to get through this is together. And together means almost apart. You've got the phones. You've got social media, FaceTime. Zoom, Uber conference, whatever it is. There's plenty of ways to communicate with those that you love while also being smart and respectful. Uh, obviously, look, everybody's got to get out to get what they need. I understand that wholeheartedly. Um, get in the store, get out of the store as fast as possible. Get yourself home, get yourself cleaned up, taken care of. Um, you know, don't let your kids get on your nerves. They'd rather be doing their thing just like you parents would rather like be doing your thing. There's a reason we all do what we do during the day and then can find our homes in the evening. Everybody is a little bit off their game right now. So, you know, be mindful, be respectful for that. If, you know, you know somebody's having a bad day, reach out enough, whether it's group texts, whatever. Make sure everybody's looking out for each other, trying to keep everybody's spirits high. Um, only way we're going to get to go back outside is if we remain inside. So with that, just keep that thought process in mind. Uh, appreciate you all again for all the birthday wishes. Thank you all so much here. Andrew Berry, happy birthday. Um, with that, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. Appreciate you all. Why you're locked in, being locked on. And with that, as we always do, LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.